When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody, uneducated economist here. I graduated high school in 1995. And in 1995, I was earning $5 an hour at a lumberyard. I had recently received a raise. I was earning $4.75 an hour, which was 25 cents above minimum wage. Minimum wage was $4.50 an hour. My girlfriend at the time, who I eventually married, she was earning about $5 an hour as well at a pizza parlor. And between the two of us, we were able to get an apartment, have a car, pay insurance, pay the bills, and live life. The day we graduated high school, we moved into that apartment. She had already been in the apartment. She was living with her sister and her kids. And we had rented the apartment about a month before we graduated, and she moved into that apartment. And she was going to school and working while living on her own. This is while we were in high school. So the day we graduated, I moved into the apartment with her and we were living life from that point on. And it was tough. It was really tough. Like, put it this way. She would bring home the leftover buffet pizza. Like, the pizza that was left over from the buffet line, all the stuff that people didn't want. She would box that up and bring that home. This dried out, nasty, hard pizza every day. That's what we would eat because there was nothing else. We were broke, right? Two kids just graduated high school living on their own. Now, I think about this today. Like two kids working an average job, going out there trying to get an apartment and live life and insurance and all that. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening at all. And I wasn't like the only one. I wasn't like some anomaly back in the day. I mean, I had friends who were doing it too. I mean, I would think about like maybe half of the kids that I graduated with and put it this way. My class, the graduating class was 32 people, right? 32 people in my graduating class. And I think about half of them went to college and the other half went to work. I think some of them went and took like, you know, some college courses at the community college. But for the most part, I don't think any of them really went off. Like I would say half of them probably went off and like maybe try to, you know, get degrees and stuff like that. Some of them became quite successful. I don't know where all of them went. I didn't keep in touch with everybody, but you know, the ones that I do know, I mean, yeah, it was across the board. Some of them were just like me who, you know, just went off and got average jobs and started paying rent at some place and just started living life. They just, you know, some of them went to logging, like they, they, you know, became loggers and, you know, that's what they still do today. A lot of us, you know, like, a lot of us, the jobs that we had in high school, we're still doing. Like, I got a job working at a lumberyard. I still work at a lumberyard. My buddy, he got a job at a mechanic at one of the local car dealerships. He still works for that local car dealership, the same one. You know, he never worked for anybody else but that one. So, you know, that's how most of us did it. Now, I think today it's just not possible. Like, I could not imagine two kids doing that. And... What is it that has changed? I mean, is it really like, has has the condition 
in which the capabilities of somebody being able to survive off of minimum wage jobs or lower paying jobs, has that just really simply just disappeared? Or have people just become so entitled that they feel that they deserve a life that's beyond dried out pieces of cardboard pizza every day for a year? See, I wanted to earn more money. Like if I wanted more money, I had to go and get side jobs. Like I have to go and do side work, side hustle to try and get some extra money. And that's how I lived. I mean, that's how I've always done it. I don't, I mean, I've never done anything differently than what I do. I have a, a, a nine to five job that will barely pay the bills. It'll kind of give you a life to, to go home to. You will never have any kind of like, you know, grand enjoyment from a regular average job. It just doesn't work like that. You have to go and have side hustles out there. You have to go and kind of earn a living doing something or earn extra money is what I would call it. You know, the money beyond the money you already have, the extra money, like whatever that's supposed to be. But that's what, that's how I would do it. And so, I mean, when I hear people say like, how is it that, you know, you're supposed to live life with, with the, with an average job nowadays and you, I don't know, you never have been able to. As far as I'm concerned. So I don't know what people expect. You got to go get a regular job. It's going to suck. You're going to hate it. And then you have to find side hustles. And I think about like the capabilities of what people can do to earn money nowadays is so much easier than it ever was when I was younger. Like when I was younger, you had to go find physical labor to do for somebody. Like you had to go and like cut firewood or mow lawns or, you know, do something like that's how you earned extra money. It's like, you know, you had to go do physical labor for somebody. Now, if you want to earn extra money, you can flip stuff on Craigslist and Facebook sell sites and stuff. I see people do it all the time. I have friends who that's all they do is, you know, make ridiculously low offers on all kinds of items and then turn around and sell them for a profit. And it's amazing on how much money they make doing it. Hustling. It's like I tried, like, I don't know. I I just don't have the patience for that kind of thing. But I see people do it all the time. You know, that wasn't something that you could do it back in the day. You just couldn't do it as easily as you can with the Internet. The Internet's changed everything. It's changed the way everything about how it is that you can make money. This YouTube channel has changed everything about my life. And it's not just YouTube. I do all kinds of stuff, right? Not just YouTube in my day job. I'm going to start calling bingo here next week or not in two in two weeks. So that was a side job of mine that I get back now that the whole mandate COVID restrictions are down. I get to, you know, go back to my entertaining job on the weekends. I do all kinds of stuff to try and earn a living. And I never turn anything down. Like, you know, if I had the free time, like... I was babysitting for a while. My kid was four years old. A friend of mine, she had a two and a half year old. She was like, I really need to go to work. And I'm like, a two and a half year old? Bring him over, please. Right? I mean, you know, now I can, you know, the two of them get to entertain each other. I don't have to, you know, be there every second of the minute, you know. But I would. That was, that was you know, how I do things. So I got this email, I got this email from David and I thought this was a very, a very good email and I think it would make for an excellent discussion. 
You guys, I have been getting quite a few excellent emails and I really like reading these things. I really love the comments that we get from these. So I appreciate it, guys. And David, I appreciate this one. I just wanted to give my two cents before I uh, before I read the uh, your email and then we go and have a discussion about it. All right, here we go. Sup, Yui. Thought about this. Oh, sorry, guys. He's referencing the unemployment benefits kill small businesses. That was the uh, video that I had put out a few weeks. Okay. Sup, <laughs> Sup, Yui. Thought about this video when I was talking student loans with a friend. Might be stuff you and other people have talked to, talked on already. Talked on already here, but but here are some thoughts. A lot of guys I know are coming out of the university system with five or sometimes six figures of undefaultable debt, under the assumption they will find work in their field that pays enough to make it worth the classic story. When entering a field where their job market is cold, there's a significant psychological factor when searching. It takes so much time and money to get a credential like a degree that when you ask someone to go to work, a job they have been qualified for anyway, that's outside their field, it seems humiliating. So significant that even if they could move out, pay loans, etc., it seems like a waste of time from a career standpoint when compared to continuing, to, continuing an indefinite job search living with family. This could be a secondary effect of commonality of degrees, as well as the fact that they are not defaultable. A significant percentage of income workforce is suffering from sunk cost fallacy. I wonder if given the bankruptcy option, if people would rethink their career path more easily. A bit of an aside. I see a lot of commenters speaking negatively about minimum wage increases, and probably with a good reason. But to me, it seems like there are so many expenses for small businesses that are directly imposed by the government. Even lightening them a bit could ease economic cost of enforced minimum wage while still presenting the benefits. Not an expert at all. I just want to reaffirm the question from why should we have the people why should we have to pay people more if it's hard to afford towards how can we get where people aren't struggling at near minimum wage just my two cents after a good conversation thank you for doing your thing david thank you very much for the email this is going to make an excellent conversation that is an interesting question would people i think let me see if I can phrase this right. Would people who have, who have acquired a degree be more likely to take a job that's outside of their field if they were relieved of the debt that is hovering over them, forcing the mindset that they have to acquire a job within the field that they have studied for in order to pay off that debt? Does that make sense? Like if you relieve that debt, then they no longer have this burden of being able to pay it off, no longer having the idea that they have to take a job within their field. They can take any job at that point because they are no longer burdened by the debt. I think that's kind of what David was asking in that. Anyway, excellent email. Thank you very much, David. Uneducated economist, you let me know.